0: sixteen, The Pharisees and Sadducees came to Jesus and tested him by asking him to show them a sign from heaven. He replied, When evening comes, you say, It will be fair weather, for the sky is red, and in the morning, today it will be stormy, for the sky is red and overcast. You know how to interpret the appearance of the sky, but you cannot interpret the signs of the times. A wicked and adulterous generation looks for a sign, but none will be given to it except the sign of Jonah. Jesus then left them and went away. When they went across the lake, the disciples forgot to take bread. Be careful, Jesus said to them, be on your guard against the yeast of the Pharisees and the Sadducees. They discussed this amongst themselves and said, it is because we didn't bring any bread. Aware of their discussion, Jesus asked them, "O you of little faith, why are you talking amongst yourselves about having no bread? Do you still not understand, do you remember? Don't you remember the five loaves for the five thousand? And how many basketfuls you gathered or the seven loaves of for the four thousand and how many basketfuls you gathered how is it you don't understand that i was not talking to you about bread be you in your guard against the yeast of the pharisees and sadducees then they understood he was not telling them to guard against the east using bread but against the teaching of the pharisees and the sadducees when jesus came to the region of caesarea philippi he asked caesarea philippi he asked the disciples who do people say the son of God, the uh, son of man, is? They replied, "Some say John the Baptist; others say Elijah; and still others Jeremiah or one of the prophets." But what about you? He asked. Who do you say I am? Some people answered. Simon Peter answered, "You are the Messiah, the Son of the Living God." Jesus replied, "Blessed are you, Simon son of Jonah. For this was not revealed to you by flesh and blood, but by my Father in heaven. And I tell you." Peter, and on this rock I will build my church and the gates of Hades will not overcome it. I will give you the keys of the kingdom of heaven. Whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven and whatever you lose on earth will be loosed in heaven. Then he ordered his disciples not to tell anyone that he was the Messiah. From that time Jesus began to explain to his disciples that he must go to Jerusalem and suffer many things at the hands of the elders, the chief priests and the teachers of the law and that he must be killed and on the third day be raised to life. Peter took him aside and began to rebuke him. Never, Lord, never. This shall never happen to you. Jesus turned and said to Peter, Go behind me, Satan. You are a stumbling block to me. You do not have in mind the concerns of God, but merely human concerns. Then Jesus said to the disciples, Whoever wants to be my disciple must deny themselves and take up their cross and follow me. For whoever wants to save their life will lose it. But whoever loses their life for me will find it. What good will it be for someone to gain the whole world, yet forfeit their soul? Or what Or what can anyone give in exchange for their soul? The Son of Man is going to come in his Father's glory with his angels, and then he will reward each person according to what they have done. Truly I tell you, some who are standing here will not taste death before they see the Son of Man coming in his kingdom. 17. After six days, Jesus took with him Peter, James, and John, brother of James, and led them up a high mountain by themselves. There he was transfigured before them, his face shone like the sun, and his clothes became as white as the light. Just then there appeared before them Moses and Elijah talking with Jesus. Peter said to Jesus, Lord, it is good for us to be here. If you wish, I will put up three shelters, one for you, one for Moses, and one for Elijah. While he was still speaking, a bright cloud covered them, and a voice from the cloud said, this is my son whom I love, with him I am well pleased. Listen to him." When the disciples heard this, they fell to the ground terrified, but Jesus came and touched them. "'Get up,' he said. Don't be afraid." When they looked up, they saw no one except Jesus. As they were coming down the mountain, Jesus instructed them, "'Don't tell anyone what you have seen until the Son of Man has been raised from the dead.' The disciples asked him, "'Why then do the teachers of the law say Elijah must come first?' Jesus replied, To be sure, Elijah comes and will restore all things. But I tell you, Elijah has already come, and they did not recognise him, but have done to him everything they wished. In the same way, the Son of Man is going to suffer at their hands. When the disciples understood, then the disciples understood that he was talking to them about John the Baptist. When he came to the crowd, a man approached Jesus and knelt before him. Lord, have mercy on my son, he said. He has seizures and is suffering greatly. He often falls into the fire, into the water. I brought him to your disciples, but they could not heal him. You unbelieving and perverse generation. How long shall I stay with you? How long shall I put up with you? Bring the boy here to me. Jesus rebuked the demon and it came out of the boy, and he was healed at that moment. Then the disciples came to Jesus in private and asked, Why couldn't we drive it out? He replied, Because you have so little faith, truly I tell you, if you have faith as small as a mustard seed, you can say to this mountain, Move from here to there, and it will move. Nothing will be impossible for you. When they came together in Galilee, he said to them, The Son of Man is going to be delivered into the hands of men. They will kill him, and on the third day he will be raised to life. And the disciples were filled with grief. After Jesus and his disciples arrived in Capernaum, the collectors of the two drachma temple tax came to Peter and asked doesn't your teacher pay the temple tax? Yes, he does, he replied. When Peter, came, when Peter came into the house, Jesus was first to speak. What do you think, Simon, he asked. From whom do the kings of earth collect duty and taxes, from their own children or from others? From others, Peter replied. Then the children are exempt, Jesus said to him. But so that we may not cause offence, go to the lake and out your line, take the first fish you catch, open its mouth and you will find a four drachma coin. Take it and give it to them for my tax and for yours. Chapter 18. At that time, the disciples came to Jesus and asked, Who then is the greatest in the kingdom of heaven? He called a little child to him and placed the child among them. And he said, Truly I tell you, unless you change and become like little children, you will never enter the kingdom of heaven. Therefore, whoever takes the lowly position of this child is the greatest in the kingdom of heaven. And whoever welcomes one such child in my name welcomes me. If anyone causes one of these little ones, those who believe in me, stumble, it would be better for them to have a large millstone hung around their neck and to be drowned in the depths of the sea. Woe to the world because of the things that cause people to stumble. Such things must come, but woe to the person to whom they come. If your hand or your foot causes you to stumble, cut it off and throw it away. It is better for you to enter life maimed or crippled than to have two hands or two feet and be thrown into eternal fire. And if your eye causes you to stumble, gouge it out and throw it away, it is better for you to enter life with one eye than to have two eyes and be thrown into the fire of hell. See that you do not despise one of these little ones, for I tell you that angels in heaven always see the face of my Father in heaven. What do you think? If a man owns a hundred sheep and one of them wanders away, will he not leave the 99 in the hills and go and look for the one that wandered off? And if he finds it, truly I tell you, he is happier about that one sheep than about the 99 that did not wander off. In the same way, your Father in heaven is not willing that any of these little ones should perish. If your brother or sister sins, go and point out their fault just between the two of you. If they listen to you, you have won them over. But if they will not listen, take one or two others along so that every matter may be established by the testimony of two or three witnesses. If they still refuse to listen, tell it to the church. And if they refuse to listen even to the church, treat them as you would a pagan or a tax collector. Truly I tell you, whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven, and whatever you you lose on earth will be lose, loosed in heaven. And I truly tell you that if two of you on earth agree about anything, they ask for it, then it will be done for them and by my Father in heaven. For where two, where, for where two or three gathered in my name, gather in my name, there, there I am with you. Then Peter came to Jesus and asked, "Lord, how many times shall I forgive my brother or sister who sins against me? Up to seven times?" Jesus answered, "I tell you, not seven times, but seventy-seven times." Therefore, the kingdom of heaven is like a king who wanted to settle accounts with his servants. As he began the settlement, a man who owed him 10,000 bags of gold was brought to him. Since he was not able to pay, the master ordered that he and his wife and his children and all he had be be sold to repay the debt. At this the servant fell to his knees before him. Be patient with me, he begged, and I will pay back everything. The servant's master took pity on him, cancelled the debt and let him go. When the servant went out, he found one of his fellow servants who owed him 100 silver coins. He grabbed him and began to choke him. Pay back what you owe me, he demanded. His fellow servant fell to his knees and begged him, be patient with me and I will pay you back. But he refused and said he went off and had the man thrown into prison until he could pay the debt. When the other servants saw what had happened. They were outraged and went and told their master everything that had happened. Then the master called out the servant, you wicked servant, he said, I cancelled that debt of yours because you begged me to. Shouldn't you have had mercy on your fellow servant just as I had on you? In his anger, the master handed him over to the jailers to be tortured until he could pay back all he owed. This is how my Heavenly Father will treat each of you unless you forgive your brother or sister from your heart.